0: Hey friends, this is Natalie with Confessions of a Reluctant Caregiver, and you're listening to our special series, Diary of a Caregiver, Unashamed, Unafraid, and Uncut. In this series, I am reading from my entries from the CaringBridge.com website, and this is the site that I use to provide updates to our family and friends, as well as posts Photos and videos. So, as a reminder, we are posting the transcript and photos, which of course you do not want to miss in our Facebook group. You can find it. It's called Caregiver Confessions on Facebook. We'd love for you to join um, this group and you'll find the series, you'll find the photos, and there will be videos and all kinds of resources and a great place to engage with our members and JJ and of course myself. It's really good. It's a good, it's a good resource. Okay. So let's get to today's entry. Yesterday was day one of our journey. Um, and I think the kind of excitement of everything, and this was the first, it was the first of everything. So we didn't know what to expect. And, um, now we're on to day two. So the entry that we're reading is entry number 12. It is June 1st, 2022 and the title is in sickness and health. Let's get started. Jason and I started dating over 17 and a half years ago, October 10th, 2004. And strangely enough, got married on October 10th, 2015. On that very overcast yet magnificent day, I thought we had fully met the quote sickness and health unquote clause in our marriage vows. We'd been through two shoulder surgeries, a knee surgery, and a nasty case of MRSA. Don't even get me started on that. I thought it's smooth sailing minus a hip or two, you know. Little did I know that less than three weeks later, He'd tear his distal bicep tendon in his right arm trying to open a locked window because yours truly was hot. Of course that never happens. I'm always cold. (laughs) Which led to his back and neck throwing in the towel less than eight months later. That's a hard pill to swallow. Then who would have thought? A non-smoker and a light drinker, a mere six years later, would get throat cancer. It truly added insult to injury. No one would be surprised, including God himself, when we sheepishly said, God, really struggling with this plan. Today is day two of mission, kick cancer's ass. I got up, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed to find a concerned-looking Jason. I tell him good morning and ask him how he's feeling. He says, I feel a bit queasy. Alerts are going off in my head. Symptom alert. I said, that's to be expected, but we have meds for that. I offered, of course, but he declined them as he was hoping the feeling would just pass. Then he goes to brush his teeth and yells out, the water tastes bad. Now, we've been drinking this water for well over a week and it's been fine. I said, are you sure? And the response was immediate. No, it tastes bad. Sort of like metal or something. Uh Uh-oh, that's another symptom alert. Like the alarms are going off in my ears then he says, you taste it, taste it. Clearly, I did not want to taste something he thought tasted bad. I mean, who does that on purpose? But he's very insistent. So I did. I was like, fine. Not Tennessee spring water, but it was fine. So I said, yeah, it it sort of tastes funny. And at that moment, he immediately decided to drink bottled water only moving forward. Deep breath. Okay, no problem. Check and check. We can do that. We go to the New York Proton Center to complete his second radiation treatment. He gets a baby bottled water and reports it tasting just, so, just fine. So maybe it's just the hotel water. He returns looking again like he got caught in a tuna net and his neck was definitely looking more pinkish red and swollen. I tell him, good job, like he had a choice. And we moved on to Memorial Sloan Kettering to do his chemotherapy treatment. We stopped for a quick breakfast. And again, the water tastes funny. Yes, I put water in our water bottles from the apartment. But it was, you know, it was from days earlier. We had it in a pitcher and that was when he liked it. Friends, when I say he didn't like the water, I mean, he literally spit it out at the table. Okay, I get it. Bottled it is and all the other water be damned. We finally start chemo and it felt a lot longer than yesterday. Everyone was super nice, but the excitement had worn off a bit. So the six hours felt like six years. We, well, we, he looked tired by the end and not just from lack of sleeping. I knew it was coming. The signs were there. I will say this is exhausting. I feel selfish for saying I'm exhausted as Jason, um, is doing basically, he's doing the hard work, but I still, I'm still exhausted. I feel like I'm just sitting here working towards winning the best supporting actor, actress, Oscar, you know, super positive, totally faking it. My goal though, respond to every need. I have a put me in coach. I'm ready to play kind of mentality. We get back to the apartment and we're both pooped. But the best supporting actress job never stops. We had a list of items that we were told to purchase, and I knew if I sat down, I'd be in trouble. So I said, Hey, I'm off, and proceeded to embark on the greatest quest to retrieve the essential items, especially the elusive bottled water. I felt like the people on the show, naked and afraid, you know. Wondering the Amazon? Seems appropriate, right? Looking for fresh water. You know how they are. They're always looking for fresh water. Note, I was not actually naked. Duh, I would have been arrested or possibly made some tips. Hmm, considers options. I navigated my way around the concrete jungle to Whole Foods, Walgreens, and yes, Morton Williams, my favorite grocery store. To pick up the following, hashtag overshare. Get ready. Number one, water. Bottled, of course, only the best. Number two, colase to counter the effects of pain meds. Okay. Number three, senna in case the colase doesn't work. Number four, milk of magnesia in parentheses break in case of emergency if the colase and senna doesn't work that's a lot number 5 baking soda and kosher salt those two items added to our freshy fresh water makes a solution to help with the dry mouth hill experience they refer to that as rope saliva Yes, you're going to get the full description on this one. <clears throat> Sorry about that. The radiation and chemo will make his saliva so thick, they say it's like pulling a rope out of your mouth. Uh, yuck. I'm sure the look on my face when they described rope saliva was something that was between disgust and confusion, followed by an affirmative nod indicating, I got this. Number six, papaya juice to help thin the rope saliva. Who knew? Mission plant-based tortillas. Okay, those are for me. Thank you very much. I've stopped eating things with legs. Yeah, that's going over like a fart in church with the grill master. That's Jason. Sorry, pastors had to say it. Number eight, and something sweet because he loves a surprise from the grocery store. It was Twix this time. Between all three locations, I successfully procured the items, but the one that was the funniest was the water. Now, Before I left, Jason said, just get a gallon of water because a case will be too heavy. Followed by, you know, a gallon is eight pounds. That got my, I'm not an idiot. Everyone knows that a gallon is eight pounds. Duh. Look on my face. I quickly wiped that off my face and said, no worries. I got this. In my head, it was challenge accepted. So yes. I walked four blocks with a backpack filled with essential goods and a case of water on my shoulder, periodically switching from side to side. Jesus, take the wheel. That was heavy. But I did it. Of course, I haven't seen any other New Yorkers carrying a case of water because, of course, they just order it and wait. But I knew he couldn't wait. Hashtag team player. Hashtag no man left behind. Hashtag best supporting actress. I get home and he's sitting and leaning over with his hands and his hair. He looked sick. I could feel it coming on all day because his face was wearing it, even if his words wouldn't admit it. I said, let's think about dinner. I'll get you anything you want. And then the words I had dreaded came out. I'm not sure what I can eat. I feel nauseous. I'm not sure I can eat. Another symptom alert, just bells ringing in my head. I said, no, sir, you must eat something. I'll go anywhere in the city to try to get you something to eat anywhere. He then went on to say, I'm just going to lay down for a while and curled up in the bed. As I sit here typing, that was over an hour ago. So I'm writing to you, sharing our day, my thoughts and observations. There are a couple of takeaways I'm going to share because this page is all about being 100% transparent. Hashtag judgment-free zone. This has been really hard. No, really hard. Tears have fallen. Words have been said. Emotions and anxieties are high. We are no perfect people. And if I told you everything had been right as rain, I'd be lying and you'd know it. But what I do know is that no one promised a perfect, easy marriage. It's hard and involves forgiveness and grace every day. It it also involves knowing when to let it slide because there's more to life than being right. A very wise sister shared a takeaway from a Joel Osteen podcast she listened to yesterday. Now. For my UHS friends, that's Miss Debbie's brother. He references God putting us through trials and in situations that are not meant to change the other person involved, but to change you. That's me in this case. Joel said, God is using fine sandpaper to smooth out our rough edges. God uses uncomfortable times to change us for growth for the next challenges. So we welcome the uncomfortable times because God is grooming us for something bigger and better. Oh, that stuck with me. Yeah, I'm a little rough around the edges with how I believe things should be a certain way and how things should go. I love structure and predictability. And routine. When that doesn't happen, I seek to adjust the process to fit what I believe works best. Now, that hasn't always worked well for me, but sometimes it has, but sometimes it hasn't. So I'm embracing the grind. Change is hard, yet it's the only thing consistent in life. So change it is. It's 6.30 and he's up. Time to to find food that will work for him. Hashtag whatever it takes. Takeaways. Day two of 15 completed. Cancer sucks. It's not personal. So forgive often, find patience, and offer grace. Then love freely. They were super serious about the sickness in the phrase, in sickness and in health. Embrace the grind. I'm stronger than I think, not just physically. And last but not least, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13. Love you all, Matt. I'm going to tell you, this was a hard day. This was a hard day. You'll definitely want to see the June 1st photos. Jason has his favorite t-shirt on, which I am honestly mortified that he purchased. Um, There's one with um, about you know, the arc, that one was pretty funny, but this one is, uh, I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at the picture. There aren't enough middle fingers for cancer. He loved that t-shirt. And I just, and the doctors found it highly amusing. And I just was like, I don't even care. <laughs> so it's the little things that that matter. So I'll end it there. Have a great day.